What up? This is Yinkadiz. Peace. This is Outlaw. And you listen to the 80 Babies Podcast. Uh, happy New Year, folks. Happy end of 2020. Yeah. Happy, you know, 2021. Hopefully 2021 is going to look a lot better than 2020 did, right? <laughs> what a crazy year, man. <laughs> crazy year. Too bad. <laughs> um, and so with the new year comes our wrap up for 2020. Uh, and we have our baby awards for 2020. So we've got some... Most of the same categories from last year. We might have some new categories as well. So basically, these are just our picks for our favorites of what we heard in 2020. And I think that your list is probably going to look vastly different from mine because <laughs> in 20, before 2020, we used to do these seasonal recaps where we would actually go through and like try to listen to different, more hip hop and R&B albums. And we mm -hmm. just kind of cut that part out and we just kind of focused on the moments that we wanted to talk about. And so because of that, I didn't really listen to a lot of hip hop and R&B. I mean, I did, but I didn't yeah. feel the need to dig deep into it. And instead, I just listened to all the things that I wanted to listen to. So I've got a whole bunch of goodies that probably aren't going to be too much hip hop and R&B stuff. But to me, I think it's great music. So that's what my list is going to sound like. Um, I mean, yeah, I probably have a very similar. I, I, I'd say that, you know, for one, I feel like hip hop is kind of uh, is kind of splintering to some degree, and maybe some of that is just me and where I live in 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 the world. Okay, uh, but you know, so a lot of I think what's wildly popular and what probably made a lot of these Grammy lists and stuff like that just wasn't on my radar for for this a lot of the same reasons. Um, I think, like you said, a lot of the cultural events that we would normally have that would bring us together. Um, and would put some of these things on our radars just didn't happen because we because because of the crazy year that we've had and, and everybody being quarantined and all that. So I think my list is also going to look a lot different probably than what you'll find in, I don't know, the Grammys or whatever these big kind of award shows are. I think that's a great point that you highlight, because typically, if not for our recaps, the other way that I get a barometer on what people are or like what's good is by going out to the bar scene, the brunch right, and right. hearing what other people are listening to. And I'm not yeah. having to hear any of that. So I don't really know <laughs> what's hot. I have my ideas, but whatever. Yeah. We're just going to focus on what's what's on my Spotify. Um, okay. Yeah, pretty much. So we're going to start it off, though, with one of the big ones, the song of the year. And uh, Yinka, yeah. why don't you put us on to your song of the year? Or if you have sure. nominations, if you have several different options, go ahead and highlight them all. Yeah. So I, I thought, I kind of thought long and hard about this one. Uh, it, I, it is a really important one. I'd say it's probably behind uh, Album of the Year. It's probably the most important or, or biggest of the awards. Um, and it's so weird, like, because of COVID, I feel like the year kind of got cut short in terms of what could be a song of the year. The last song that I saw impact people this year in a way that I could give this award is The Box by Roddy Rich. So okay. that's that's what I've got as song of the year. What do you I, got? I think that's fair for song of the year, even though it technically did come out in 2019, but I think it came out in December. Yep. And so typically mm -hmm. the it December a... the December ones, we tend to go on into the, to the following year. Um, right. For me, I just went with a personal option and I've got several different songs that really made an impact on me this year. I'm going to highlight them all and then I'm just going to give my number one at the end. So the first one, I just heard this song by this pr producer. I think he's an Afghan producer. I don't know exactly where he's from. I think he's an American or he's from the United States. But, you know, his, his origin, I think, is Afghanistan. But um, this producer named Farhat 
I'm not sure if you heard of this guy, Farhat. He's kind of like a hip hop fusion esque produ producer. He's got the song called Yekshir, which is a new single that he just had. Um, That's the song of the year? No, no, no. These are some nominations. These are some nominations. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, but I just want to highlight some of these songs that have really been in my rotation. The other one, uh, this artist called FIDS, F-I-D-S, all caps. He's got this song called Solilo Soliloquy. I think he's a, I think he's a trumpet or a trombone player. I think he's a trumpet. Yeah, he's a trumpeter. And um, he doesn't have that much. Like if you try to find him, you can find him on Spotify, but you can't really find him anywhere else. This song is absolutely amazing. Amber Mark had a really good cover this year of, uh, of the Nirvana's Heart Shaped Box, which got a lot of run for me. Azimuth teamed up with um, Adrian Young and Alicia He Muhammad for the Jazz is Dead project. They got this song called Samare, I think is how you pronounce it, which is really, really dope. But for me, the song of the year, the one that I constantly had on spin is by this producer named Clanker. I don't even know where he's from, but he's got the song called Ghetto Sale, and it is absolutely amazing. It's like he's like a like a hip hop producer, but it's kind of like trip hop, but taking all these other sounds to it. And for me, that is my personal song of the year is this Ghetto Sale by Klinger. He's got a couple other good hits. He he only comes out with singles like, I don't know, maybe like a couple of singles a year. He doesn't have like a like an like an album or anything that I can go to. But uh, this song, Ghetto Sale by Klinger, is uh, definitely my my song of the year personally. Okay. So now we're going to go to uh, the breakthrough artist of the year. And uh, why don't yeah. you uh, why don't you give us your picks? So I had three kind of nominations and mm -hmm. that's just based on people that I heard a lot. And, and, you know, typically this particular category, I think more and more so resonates less and less with me. Right. Mm -hmm. So for somebody to break through, that typically means that they they hit, you know, on a level that, you know, they have like wide, you know, ranging um, influence. So the people that I, I kind of felt like you know hit hit on that level where um this year were flo millie jack harlow little white kid <laughs> okay. and uh five eo foreign uh those are the three names that i heard all the time that i wasn't really super familiar with or or, or hadn't heard as much i personally gave it to flo millie and that's just because i had, I had kept hearing her name hearing her name you know every year and this was the year to me where she kind of like really broke through and i i started to see her on ciphers and lists and things like that so flamily so i gave it to how about you so look i i'm not even familiar with any of these artists um i have a couple choices um one i'm gonna say for my rookie of the year even though technically they came out in 2019 but i didn't really hear about them until last december and I'll, i'm gonna we'll just go with my breakthrough artist so you know i almost thought about giving it to little baby as a breakthrough artist only because i feel like He's an artist who I've, I've heard from time to time, but I feel like this year I kept seeing his name in a lot of places and I kept hearing him like in the car, like not not in my car, but when I'm in my neighborhood, I kept hearing Lil Baby's voice. And mm -hmm. the fact that mm -hmm. one, I can recognize his voice uh, yeah. um, and two, and the fact that he I constantly heard him everywhere, particularly after he came out with that joint in the summer, which we talked about. Um, yeah, the bigger picture. Or yeah, the bigger picture. We talked about that. And, you know, yeah. I wasn't necessarily a big fan of that song. But nevertheless, I think after that point, like I just heard his name everywhere. So I kind of yeah. want to give it to him. I think that would okay. be a good shout for like a more traditional pick. But I'm actually going to give it to uh, Karang Krongbin. Um, I cannot pronounce the name. It's K H R U A 
N-G-B-I-N, Krongbin. Um, they're a trio of just an instrumentalist group. They've actually been out for quite a while, but I feel like, and they even have some, some albums that came out like a couple of years ago, but I feel like this year for people like me and the kind of music that we like to listen to, this kind of like eclectic esoteric mix, um, I, I feel like their name was popping up everywhere. The, the big one, the big single that they had was a collaboration with Leon Bridges called Texas Sun. And after that, I heard them everywhere, not just on my playlist, but on a lot of, I guess, my like-minded listeners, my, my, my friends with like-minded ears. I heard them on a lot of playlists as well, on their playlist. And um, whenever they had like new singles, we would be anticipating what they had. They have another album out this year that has several singles. So for me, even though they've been out for a while and maybe, maybe I'm just like late to the game, but I, you know, I've not heard any of my friends really mention them before this year. So for me, that's going to be my breakout artist of the year. You heard people mention them this year? My, my friends. Yes. The, the, the okay. pe people who's, when I'm talking music, um, with people, with folks who like, we have like the similar, similar artists that we like to listen to like, Oh, like, you know, okay. this person came out, this person came out like, them to me this group and i i'm not saying their name just because i cannot pronounce it <laughs> well it's Krong. i'm just gonna call it Krong then but um anyway we we were talking about them a lot so i'm gonna give them the breakthrough okay. artist of the year but i think that little baby deserves a, a legitimate shout yeah i have him down for rookie of the year so he's your rookie of the year okay so let's get into that yeah little baby and roddy rich are the people i have for rookie of the year okay i will say you know i really really hated roddy rich when he came out yeah. and not like hated but like you know i'll use that word because that's the the word everybody you know wants to use but i right. really i really felt like what he was doing was very derivative mm -hmm. um and i i feel like over the course of the year and really really that means like 2019 and and early 2020 because a lot of these things, I just, I, I'm not able to see how this music impacts people after, you know, March, right? right? Like, at that point, it's pretty much just quarantine. But, um, you know, really just kind of trying to, seeing how his body of work, like, kind of opened up. And just, you know, I feel like a lot of times I've heard about artists, people say, oh, well, he's really young. Like, he has the opportunity to develop. People said that about Roddy Rich. Um, and I think I gave him the, you know, the Soldier Boy criticism early on, which is like, you know, Soldier Boy came out, people were like, oh, well, he's really young, right? And I'm like, okay, well, Nas was really young when Illmatic came out, right? right? Like, right. let's not use people's age as an excuse as to why, you know, it, it, like their music is what it is. But I feel like I, I watched Roddy Rich over that year almost grow up in, in, in lifetimes in terms of, of the development. Like I, I saw him go from, to me, uh, uh, an entirely like young thug clone to like okay well that's just kind of one of one of the pitches that i have but i also have a curveball and a fastball and a changer like you know what i mean like i i i noticed that he he kind of had more to his palette so my rookie of the year picks are, are roddy rich and, and little baby i like those picks particularly rowdy rich only because after quarantine or once quarantine started I didn't listen to any Rowdy Rich songs. So I'm only familiar <laughs> with the stuff that sounds like Young Thug. So if you're telling okay. me that he did some more work and his range kind of expanded, um, that's exciting. That's good. Yeah, and maybe maybe that's not even what happened, right? Maybe what happened was the, the early music that, that popped for him was the Young Thug clone music. Mm -hmm. And then over time, some of his other records kind of, you know, even developed. Like even The Box, right? Like, right. I mean, definitely hear the the Young Thug similarities, but then like as 
as the singles, as they rolled the singles out, it went further and further away from the just, this is Young Thug's whole, like, swag to like, oh, okay, this kid, he, he actually has his own thing a little bit. So. Okay. So for me, uh, again, I'm going a little unconventional here. Um, one nomination, I, I got to shout out this artist. Her name is Tori Hansley. She plays a harp, which is not a traditional instrument you would associate with pop music or even jazz music. But she teamed up with Moses Boyd. I'm not sure if you're familiar with Moses Boyd. I think he's a, a British jazz composer, multi-instrumentalist. He's got work dating from way back. He's been on my playlist for a while. But he, she teamed up with this guy um, and some other artists to do an album. I actually fucking forget what the album is called, but I've been listening to it. Um, I just wanted to shout her out because, yeah, she's been popping up on my playlist and I've been listening to her stuff and I'm really, really impressed with it as a, as a fan of jazz. Now, my actual pick for Rookie of the Year is going to go to a group called SALT. It's an all caps S-A-U-L-T. Now, this group actually came out in 2019. But the reason why I'm going to give them my extended pick for 2020 is because of how consistent they've been. So they had two albums come out in 2019, which were both fucking incredible. Um, one is called Five. The other is called Seven. I think Five is a better album, but Seven's got some really, really dope tracks on it. Then they came out with two more albums this year. One is called Black Is in parentheses Untitled, and the other is called Rise. Everything, every single thing that they do is dope. If you're a fan of like funk, soul, it's kind of like a minimal, minimalist approach. Like they're one of the artists that kind of, they they make music that sounds like it was made like back in the 70s, like in 60s, but it still sounds fresh and new today. Um, this group is amazing. They're, yeah, they're definitely gonna get my, my rookie of the year pick just because even though they did come out in 2019, but the fact that like their run is just still continuing and I didn't hear them in 2019, you know, it's kind of a cheap pick, but for whatever, that's that's what I'm going with. So um, I would definitely recommend you in particular, Yinka, to go check out this group if you haven't, because I think that you would enjoy what uh, what you hear, what you listen to. Right on. Check it out. So do you have an overall solo artist of the year? Because I do not. I, I kind of don't. And, and I, I, I cheated and I used this category um, because I really did want to um, give Pop Smoke some flowers, okay. I, I guess if we can call it that. Um, so I gave this to Pop Smoke just because I feel like, I mean, I just feel like he had like such a meteoric rise and, and he was really poised for 2020 to be his year. And, uh, you know, for him to be, you know, so tragically, you know, taken from us and then, and you know, I, I've, I've never been his biggest fan. I'm not, you know, I'm not shouting like, yo, but I was very pleasantly surprised by that album. And in hearing the album, I was like, wow, it really showed me the potential that, that he had in terms of, you know, I mean, when, when you have somebody who who is a talent and and has that level of, of you know, notoriety and, and is, is that well known and then is, is taken away before they're, they're able to reach their full potential. That, that was really, really sad. So I gave this a pop smoke. How okay. about you? I, I do not have a solo artist of the year, so I'm fine with that pick. I mean. Mac Miller is someone whose album was really, really dope, came out in January. And I listened to like a single off of that and didn't like it. And then I sat down and listened to the album and thought it was incredible. So I've heard that from a lot of people and I actually haven't heard that album. So I'm, I think I'm it's I think it's pretty good. Get that yeah. some time, yeah. Do you have a group of the year? I do. You already know. Uh, <laughs> this is Griselda okay. easily. Um, these guys must have dropped three albums a, a week uh, for, for the year. Yeah. So um, I just feel like they're far and away the group of the year for me. How about you? Me, this isn't close. This is hands down 
Adrian Young and Ali Shahi Muhammad for their Jazz is Dead project. Um, it is incredible what these two producers have done. So basically what they did is they teamed up and they came up with this Jazz is Dead project. I want to say in like 2018, where pretty much they were writing music for a bunch of jazz artists that we know and loved. You know, someone like, um, you know, Roy Ayers, they worked with him, right? Uh, Azimuth, they worked with him, they worked with that group. And then they, they came up with the, they did an album collaboration with each of these artists. And they, I think they came up with like eight songs or something like that. And then they decided to do projects with each individual artist that they worked with on the Jazz is Dead project on the album. And so now like Roy Ayers has an entire album, right? Like it's like seven or eight tracks, it's good. Um, they have works with, who else do they have? They've got stuff with um, uh, Marcos Valle, who I wasn't too familiar with. They've got uh, uh, a project with Azimuth, which I will highlight later. They also had a project with Lauren Odin. I wasn't sure if that was the Jazz is Dead project, but nevertheless, those two producers did work with him. And I think their latest work is with Doug Cairn. But um, they were dropping these albums like every other month. I think they've got four or five out this year and everything they've, they've done is, is good. One album in particular is amazing. So for me, it's uh, it's the work that Alicia He, Muhammad and Adrian Young collaborated on for the Jazz is Dead project. I also think they did a soundtrack for a movie. I forget what it was called. It either came out in 2019 or 2020, early 2020. But uh, to me, that's my group of the year. And uh, yeah, it's not that close for me. So good. do you have a surprise artist of the year? I do. My surprise artist of the year is Boldy James. Um, okay. You know, Boldy had a probably a big run maybe in like the 2013, 2014 space. He's out of Detroit, um, went away for some years. And then, I mean, he must he he had like Freddie Gibbs level of output this year. He really? must have dropped like at least three albums this year um, and signed to Griselda Records and now is now part of Griselda. So shout out to Boldy James. Big year. I um, How about you? I almost kind of wanted to give this to Nas, but instead I'm going to give this to Amber Mark. And the reason why I'm going to give this to Amber Mark is the same reason why I gave it to Jadena last year, because Jadena came out with an album that I wasn't, I was, I kind of knew he had it in his arsenal, but I didn't think he was actually going to deliver on it. Um, and I think that Amber Mark, like she's not an artist who I've really taken seriously. She's kind of one of these you know, one of these vocalists who kind of pops up on my playlist and I'm like, ah, I can just like throw them in the bag with everybody else. But she came out with three songs in particular, only singles, but I don't care. They were so good um, that I had to highlight her. So one I've already mentioned is the heart shaped box cover that she did from Nirvana. That was incredible. She also did a cover of um, My People Hold On. I forget who is the actual original artist. And then she has a Eddie Kendricks. Yes. Yes. Thank you. And then she also has um, I think it's called Waiting For You or Waiting, just this demo. And these songs in particular, I mean, I played them so much. And, you know, the rest of her output is just kind of like run in the mill. She's got some other good songs that came out this year, some other good singles. But the other ones, they're just, you know, they're kind of like this, you know, saying like run of the mill, just like, oh, I could just, you know, picking another vocalist out of the bag. But these songs in particular, I did not know that she had these, these kind of song arrangements in her arsenal. And if she continues to put out output like this, I mean, I'll be looking forward to her in the future, but I'm not sure she will, but you know, these songs in particular, I were, was enough for me to give her my surprise artist of the year. Nice. So uh, moment of the year. Um, I mean, I, I think this is gonna be the same for both of us. I mean, what do you have? I've got Minneapolis, Minnesota, burning down the police station. That's, you, I've, you know what, that's a good pick. <laughs> I was gonna go with the generic um, COVID moment, 
the pandemic mm. but mm. as a as a specific moment yeah that was the inflection point for me i think mine's the easy answer right the, it's the obvious answer it's a little hanging fruit yeah, it's the pandemic right but i now that i think about it yeah them burning down the police district yeah that's a good moment i i like this is like an actual specific yes. moment right where it yeah. was just like from there i feel like and I, maybe it didn't sustain, but for there, from there, a, a shit went left. Like it was like, oh wow, like something's really happening now. I think you're right because we kind of spoke about this when we did our spring recaps, or when we were just kind of talking about this. But I mean, I think before mm-hmm. when some of these protests and some of these riots happen, it's not that people don't take them seriously, but mm-hmm. it's kind of like, oh, you know, it'll just dissipate, it'll go away. You guys are being annoying. And I think that that moment actually let these other towns know it's like, oh, okay, you're fucking yep. shit up. We're going to fuck shit up too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, so nah, it was real. And, and I think also, you know, um, we've talked about this a lot, but there's almost kind of that whole blue wall. And it's like, it's, it's like a fear of, of the police. And I feel like, you know, when you have a situation like this where, not only is it just you know is it is it the form of protest of of you know of of looting rioting whatever but it's like you're 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 making this form of public protest on an actual police building like the representation of what that meant was crazy i remember <laughs> the morning after that just sending a text message to Asumta and going Yo, every joke I ever told about minnesota i take it back like y'all y'all got it y'all real i feel that i feel that <laughs> Um, so now these next categories, I don't have any nominations for them just because I don't know, they're regional and I don't really follow that stuff as closely as I used to, perhaps as closely as you do. So I'm going to let you go ahead and go through this list. So we have East Coast, West Coast and South Artist of the Year. I had no nominations for any of these categories, but I want to, I'm curious to see what you can pick. Yeah, I'll say that, you know, I I initially created these and wanted to keep them for the purpose of having an opportunity to recognize more artists. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like, you know, it's just good to kind of have more fine areas to be able to to recognize people. I agree. So my East my East Coast Artist of the Year is Rizelda uh, okay. again. Um, and I mean, if, if I had to choose someone specific in Rizelda, I would actually go with Benny the Butcher. Um, you know, I had him, I think last year I had him as like my breakthrough artist of the year or something like that. Um, and man, I mean, not only did he break through, he just took that and just, he just kept going. He dropped a ton of projects this year, came out as an executive, putting out a, two of his, 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 his homeboys under, you know, his, his imprint BSF. Um, just, I mean, man, what a year, uh, Benny the Butcher's had. West Coast Artist of the Year, I, I, I picked Reason. Um, you know, Reason's been on TDE under, you know, Kendrick and J-Rock and all them. He's just been kind of their, like, young boy for mad long, uh, you know, complaining about whether or not his album's ever going to come out, you know, and it's just like, he's just kind of been around. And so this was the year that most of the rest of TDE was quiet and ran, and Reason just kind of came out and just had, had a great year. So shout okay. out to Reason. Um, and then my South Artist of the Year is Spillage Village. Um, so, you know, I, I previously recognized part of that collective, uh, in JID, but you know, them as an entire group, that's, uh, that's the Dreamville collective. Most of the, the other cats on Dreamville other than J. Cole himself. 
So uh, yeah, shout out to them. I wasn't familiar with the name Spillage Village, but I'm definitely familiar with JID because I remember you mentioned him um, as being a part of Dreamville as well. So he's in a group yeah. called Spillage Village? Yeah, okay. that's correct. And um, oh, what's the name of the other group? It, um, Earth Gang. It's oh, okay. Earth Gang and JID. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm definitely familiar with Earth Gang. Earth Gang is Dreamville? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Man, Dreamville, Dreamville got some artists, yo. And you know the the artist Black, like his name is like a six and yeah, then yeah, Black. Yeah, yeah. He's also in Spillageville. Are you serious? Yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. I like all those artists. Yeah, it's like a a, a a collective of cats that are all from East Atlanta, and they all just are kind of doing their their thing together. That's so. dope. I did okay. I did not know yeah. that. But I'm I'm super I, group. I like I like six Black or Black. Yeah. Um, I like I like Earth Gang. You should check this album out, I think, because so, you know, they are a super group, but, you know, the Earth Gang has always gotten this this outcast comparison. Right. OK. And I mean, I think it's kind of a lazy and easy comparison. They're two guys. They're from Atlanta. They dress funny. OK, they're they're outcasts. Right. But um, there definitely are some outcast influences. And Earth Gang is kind of the anchor of Spillage Village. So like the whole sound and direction you can tell is kind of earth gang and then everybody else is kind of in their orbit so i think okay. you would you would enjoy that album it's called spilligion spilligion okay uh do you have an international artist of the year i do and it's probably a late a late pick it, it, you know my, my my uk friends my uk fans whoever's listening is probably gonna laugh at me for this pick because i think they had a a, a big 2019 but crept in conan okay um it's a duo uh, I mean, they've had they've had Afrobeats artists on their shit. They've had you know West Indian artists. They've had you know big American features. Like they're very well known in the UK. But um, last summer, so tw summer of 2019, they had a song that that really resonated with me. It was like I, it's probably one of the songs that I played the most in the last year. Um, but then I, you know, I ended up going back in 2020 and listening to their album and listening to all their joints. These dudes got bars, they got beats, like their their shit is, is fire. So Crepe and Conan, shout out to them. Who you got? Um, mine are gonna be kind of some lazy picks. Um, I actually forgot to really, really dig in to figure out who I wanted to pick for here. So I'm just gonna choose some names that are off the top of my head. Um, I want to okay. give a shout out to Arlo Parks. Are you familiar with Arlo Parks? Nope. She's a London-based vocalist. Um, she kept popping up on my playlist, and I was imp impressed with most of the things that she did. She's not going to be my pick. I'm actually going to go to South Africa, even though, you know, I think the Jules baby, Jules is probably doing mm -hmm. more, and Jules is from Ghana, right? Yeah, yes. Um, he's done a lot this year. He did a lot of good things this year, but I'm going to go with... Really? Uh, well, I mean, he... I don't know. I, thought I felt just, like he was really good in 2019, and then his 2020 output, I was not impressed by personally. That and might I was be fair. Big, I, I had him as my producer of the year last year, so that might be fair. Um, I'm gonna go with Black Motion and Sunel or Sunel musician. Um, Black Motion for me is, you know, when people talk about South African house music, the name that always gets touted the most is Black Coffee, and I and I get mm -hmm. it. But as someone who used to DJ this music a lot, um, used to listen to this music more than I listen to anything else, I don't think Black Coffee, you know, can hold a candle against Black Motion. And Black Motion came out with a double disc this year that has some really, really good songs on it that I liked. Um, but I think the name I'm actually going to shout out the most is Sun L Musician because Sun L Musician, he had an album come out, I think, two years ago. But this year he was kind of anticipated and i think he largely delivered he has a, a larger range than black motion i think he collaborated with more vocalists than black motion 
Um, he has his house tracks as well. And even though I, I appreciated the Black Motion Project more, Sunil Musician is a name that I think is starting to, to, to pop up and not just South African circles, right? I think that you only know about Black Motion if you know about house music and you know about South African house music in particular. I think you're starting to know about Sunil Musician if you're just familiar with like African music in general. You know what I mean? Okay. And so for mm -hmm. I'm going to give it to Sunil, but I think the Black Motion deserves a shout as well. Got you. Do you have a guilty pleasure song of the year? I do. Love to see me do my dance in these thousand dollar pants. Um, <laughs> who, who is that? Whole lot of choppers by Sada Baby. Okay. Have you heard this song? No, I have not. Either. How, how would I have heard it? It's not going to pop up on my it's, playlist, and I'm not going to hear I mean, it from other friends. A, there was a lot of viral videos of like people dancing to it and stuff like that, but uh, it, it's uh, it's essentially the, a sample of. Um, Whoop, there it is. Okay. You know that? that dun, 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 dun. Yeah. And it's just like this dude from Detroit rapping about his guns. Uh, this shit is hilarious. Um, it's, and like, if you get a chance, watch the music video because it's just like this dirty ass dude from Detroit, like, with his guns out, just like dancing with his taco meat out. It's hilarious. Uh, whole lot of choppers. I love that joint. Every time it comes on, it makes me laugh. So, what, what you got? So, this is difficult for me because I think typically what would be a guilty pleasure is it something that, like, when I go out to the bar, when I go out to the lounge yeah. or the whatever, yeah. a song that I'm, I'm typically like, yo, this is whack, I end up kind of like. Like, when you mentioned, like, Mo Bamba, right? The Mo Bamba's track. Yeah. That was a really good yeah. pick because listening to it, that song fucking sucks. Yet every single time I was it's out and so it came bad. on, I was getting crunk to it. Like, it was crazy. It was crazy. It was crazy, right? right? So I didn't really have that this year. So like, I could say mm -hmm. like, oh, you know, After Party from Don Tolliver, right? But that's actually a really dope song. Like, I don't feel like I should call that a guilty pleasure because I think it's a dope song. Mm -hmm. If you're going to talk about like something that kind of went viral, then I think the TikTok craze went viral. And I remember a song that really blew up was um, by, I think it's K-Camp Lottery. This actually came out in 2019. Mm. Yeah, that was 19, yeah. That, that actually came out in 2019, but I think it blew up again in 2020 because I saw a lot of people doing their little TikTok videos to it. I fucking love that song. So I'm not sure if it's good or bad, but I happen to like, it's actually in my playlist, the lottery joint. I fucking love that song. So yeah. I know it came out in 2019, but whatever, we're gonna go with it. So, all right. Uh, yeah, that was big. Most improved of 2020. Man, I, I didn't have anything here. Like, okay. I, I couldn't think of anything. Uh, how about you? I'm going to go with Nas. Hmm. Look, Why? because Nas's project from 2019 was fucking trash. And a lot of the things that he's done before that were... It, he had two projects. The, the Nas Lost, Lost Tapes, right? Oh, I guess, yeah. He had Lost yeah, Tapes yeah. and then he had the joint with Kanye. Was that 2019 mm. or 2018? That might have been 18. Whatever. Like, the last few projects that we got from Nas is kind of like a wash. He actually came out with a dope project. That's wild. So I'm gonna go with most <laughs> improved. Nas be the most improved artist as, a, as, a, as an album ever. artist. As an album artist, yeah. I gotta give him. I gotta give him the most improved here. Okay. All right. So uh, most consistent of the year. Um, I have my pick, which I've already said for producer of the year or group of the year. Okay. Yeah, I said the Jazz is Dead group of the year, but I'm gonna same thing. Most consistent of the year. I'm gonna go with Jazz is Dead. My other pick would be Salt, but um, who I've already mentioned. So do you do you have a different pick? Something that you have not mentioned before? I've got uh, I've got Freddie Gibbs. I figured that I've would be one Zelda, who I've mentioned a bunch. Okay. And then Hit Boy. Man, Hit Boy had a hell of a year, man. Hit Boy I mean, did have a God, year. God, he was everywhere. He did. So, yeah. 
Okay, I have Doesn't another matter. potential most consistent of the year pick, but I'm going to give them. There's another category where I'm going to mention them first. So hold off. Um, but yeah, producer of the year, I've already said it again. Adrian Young, Alicia He Muhammad, Jazz is Dead. They're my producers of the year. I, I told you before, I think like a month ago, I said that Adrian Young and Alicia He Muhammad were going to like run away with my baby awards for for 2020 so they get it again for my producer of the year man to me the producer of the year is not close this year i, I think hit boy hit boy ie stand up like mm -hmm. hit boy took took this joint away like and it i mean there's typically not a year where you have somebody who kind of runs the table with like they're doing underground projects they're doing overground projects they do an r&b project like i mean hit boy was just everywhere even to the point when when um the versus thing started, mm -hmm. right? Hit Boy was like the first producer in a in a versus battle. Like it was kind of an unofficial battle, but Boy Wanda and and uh, and Hit Boy did a versus battle. Like dudes just was everywhere this year, yeah. and I mean, it showed up and showed out this year. So shout out to Hit Boy, man, and shout out to uh, to, to to Bezo, who also I remember he posted this on Facebook that he, his nomination for producer of the year was Hit Boy, um, and it's a, it's oh, yeah. definitely a good pick, yeah. Oh wow! Cool. Yeah, shout out to Bezo. Yeah, that's definitely a good pick. Um, that's kind of the name I thought that you were gonna go with. So I'll, there's no surprises yeah. there. He's from the IE, man. I gotta represent Westside. Biggest disappointment of the year. Um, I've got, I've got one in particular, but I'm gonna go with two. Go for it. Uh, so for it. look, I think we said that Drake was a disappointment last year or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. He's a disappointment again this year. Whatever really fucking midnight session shit he had, that shit was whack. <laughs> but, you know what? I'm gonna go with. Dang, uh, that's a good point. I'm gonna go with Burner Boy, man. Oh, that's a great pick. Yeah, Burner Boy is. That's is a probably, really good pick. Probably my because I, I think Drake is like an easy one. Like we, he's kind of like a punching yeah. bag at this point. It's like, oh, Drake came right. out with another disappointing project. He's got a dope single here and there, but like his project sucks. So that's right. kind of tired. But yeah, I'm gonna go with Burner Boy because, and I'm gonna go with Burner yeah. Boy because I know a lot of people still like Burner Boy, mm -hmm. and I'm mm -hmm. like, meh, his latest projects, meh didn't do shit for me yeah so here i had a kind of a question mark i was thinking dom kennedy because i'm a dom kennedy fan but no okay. burner boy is a way way better pick i i think that's that's it that's okay. the right one all right that's so the right answer do we have a disappearing after 2020 i've got three of them go ahead kendrick lamar of yes. course yes he's he's my only uh, one okay gold link who you know I've been high on in this podcast, and okay. I he he dropped a couple things this year, like songs, yeah. and I like it was like I was not feeling them at all, and I was just surprised. Okay. And then my last one is Chance the Rapper. I feel like Chance like the Rapper pick. had a really like bad 2019, yes. and then he just disappeared for a year. So we're gonna go with we're gonna go with Chance the Rapper because I think that Kendrick Lamar. This is not the first year we've given right. him disappearing at. So maybe last year. Right. And so maybe he's really working on something. Maybe he's waiting for the pandemic to end to drop mm -hmm. his project. Maybe that's what it is. Plus, mm -hmm. it's also Kendrick Lamar. And he did have a great feature on that Busta Rhymes album. Um, I, I really liked his uh, look over your shoulder. Um, Even though he recorded that song, they said like it, 2014 or something. Like, it's a is really, that what it really is? Old, uh, it's a really old verse. Yeah. All right. Well, then, yeah. So <laughs> he's, he's definitely a good pick. But I like the chance to rapper. He went quiet. Yeah. I like that. You, and you also heard the only the only news that I really heard about him this year was uh, the, him getting sued. Uh, that whole, you don't hear about that. Mm -mm. He fired his manager, um, and and then had his his brother and his dad take over as, as his management at the top of the year. Um, and then his manager came back and sued him for like three million dollars, uh, oh, saying that 
<laughs> saying that <laughs> okay you, you know we've we've beat up on on chance the rapper about his last album mm-hmm. a lot of people have beat up on chance the rapper about his last album his manager claims that he knew that the album wasn't that good <laughs> and so he told he told chance to kind of chill and not put it out because at the same time chance was working on that album he was also planning his wedding right so he was like you don't have enough bandwidth to like to like make this album good enough to put it out and also like plan your wedding mm-hmm. so you should chill but then Chance, like himself, I guess, leaked an album release date. And so uh, the, or this is what his manager says, at least. I mean, there's three three sides to a story. But uh, he said, so he leaked a, an album release date. And then as a result of him putting that date out there, they had to put the album out, even though the manager didn't think that the album was ready. Mm. And so then they put it out. Everybody said it was trash, whatever. And so he's suing. How, how's he's this suing, a uh, He's apparently like there's some statute in the state of Illinois where like, <laughs> If you, I don't know, I don't know if it's like a wrongful termination thing or something. I was reading and I wasn't understanding the details, but basically something along the lines of you can sue for 10%, up to 10% of the earnings of something that you were a part of, something like that. And so I guess like 3 million is like 10% of whatever, maybe the, the chance the rapper, you know, trap was, maybe it was 30 million or something like that. So that he's suing for 3 million. Uh, But yeah, anyway, chance didn't have much of a 2020, uh, publicly at least. Okay. Most L's taken. (sighs) All right. So typically, like I have like a funny answer for this one. Yeah. Um, this time I have like an outlaw answer, which is just hip hop. Okay. I feel like hip hop took a lot of L's. We lost uh, King Von. We lost Pop Sp- Like we lost a lot of people. We lost, you know, a lot of revenue. Uh, I mean, I just feel like hip hop just took a lot of L's uh, in 2020. So that that's mine. Mine yeah. is um, the indie artist. The DJs, the bartenders, mm. the service workers, of the mm. nightlife, service, hospitality industry, anybody who was severely, you know, um, struck by, you know, the pandemic in terms of not being able to work um, and not being yeah. able to work in things that we enjoy partaking in. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. those people took some L's. Um, some people yeah. fared better than others. Some people managed to get on unemployment. Yeah whatever but yeah. you know like you know all the people who are you know doing djs trying to you know do yeah. ig live sets on on or do dj sets with ig live and get donations like mm-hmm. you know yeah Josh sonic whoever even, else like i know cast is struggling and so. even a lot of our venues right like mm-hmm. like man dc was hit even worse than than chicago was like yeah. i feel like every week i was i was scrolling through and seeing something where it's like you know this venue is shut down this yeah. venue shut down this venue shut down so it's just like man like we lost even venues yeah so we lost some staple venues so i mean look look yeah it's always going to be an opportunity then for new things to sprout and they will assuming we ever get out of the pandemic mm-hmm thing if normalcy ever returns a lot of these things will come back but nevertheless mm. folks took some l's this year so it's tough yeah, yeah a lot of do you have a queen of 2020 i don't have a queen of 2020 but i got a bunch of nominations go ahead so i'll i'll spit them all out megan the stallion yeah uh, obviously i yeah. had a great year um you know some some tragedy and some triumph Flo millie uh, who I mentioned, Mulatto, who I didn't oh mention, God, but she Mulatto. had a really, really big year. Um, and her name, her Ugh. name <laughs> caused a lot of controversy. Ugh. And then, you know, out of the rap, the rap uh, genre, uh, Snow Allegra and her. Okay. Uh, those are my, you know, my picks. I think if I had to pick the one that I liked the most, it would be her. Okay. Personally. 
but anyway. I'm I'm gonna go with Megan the Stallion, but I do like your other mm. your other picks. So mm. uh King of 2020. This is the one I gave to Little Baby. Yeah. Um, I got him. Like as you little said, baby. I yeah. mean, God, his name was everywhere. everywhere. Talk yeah. about somebody who had a great year. And it's funny because I'm not a huge fan of this artist. Neither um, am I. You know, their their art doesn't really resonate with me. But I mean, man, was he everywhere this year? What I will say about Lil Baby is that I can tell he actually mm. respects the craft. Now, does that mean I think he's good at his craft? Uh, he's not for me. But I can tell he. Mm. I don't think he's a troll rapper. Like I think that there's some mm. rappers. We don't need to mention yeah. their names. But they clearly yeah. get off on being trolls. That is not right. Lil Baby, right? I think yeah. he actually takes this shit seriously. So I have to respect yeah. him for that. And like I like like you said, and like I said earlier, I just heard him everywhere. Even though I never actually played his songs other than the one that we did for this podcast. That was the only mm -hmm. song of his that I specifically intentionally played. Yet I still saw his name everywhere. So You're right. Yeah. And and it's also crazy, you know, and it's some somebody else who gets a lot of flack on our on our site and even from you, right? Um, Lil Wayne. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, you mentioned before you're like I don't listen to him intentionally, but I, I, I know when Little Baby's on the track, right? He has a very distinct voice yeah. in a way that Little Wayne kind of had that really distinct voice mm -hmm. to where you knew Lil Wayne was on the song when you heard him. It's like that with Lil Baby. Like you hear his voice and you're like, oh, I know who this is, you know? Okay. Comeback Artist of the Year. This is where Nas gets his okay. uh, flowers here. I've got I've got three though. I've got Nas, Busta, Lil Wayne, and Boldy James. But I, I think I probably end up giving it to Nas. Who I'm going got? with Busta Rhymes because Nas mm. has projects in the last two or three years. And Busta Rhymes, okay. his last project was what, 2012? Maybe. Yeah, so I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Busta. Also, Busta did a lot of features. Busta, not just his album, Busta was everywhere um in 2020, just on a lot of different random, random tracks. Um, Lil Wayne was a was a lot of places. Yes, too. he was, he was. But I actually enjoy yeah. Busta Rhymes project. So <laughs> got you. Yeah. Um, biggest troll slash most controversial of uh, 2020. Who do you have? So I have two nominations here, but I think there's only one right answer. Okay. Um, my two nominations are Tory Lanez and Takashi 69. Um, oh, I think good. Tory Lanez is the right answer personally. Like he just, you know, after he did what he did, um, just him popping up in chat rooms and on the internet and on Clubhouse. And, I mean, he just he really trolled hard this year put out a whole album talking about the shit like he he did a lot how you about you, you i hadn't even thought about that and i completely forgot about Takashi 69 but i think that those are both better nominations than the ones that i have i mean obviously the low-hanging fruit in the room is kanye west right um <laughs> i think that his whole bid for presidency was a big troll um the other person i was gonna say is stephen a smith <laughs> look you hate that dude man. well here's the thing i I tend to actually take his side on a lot of the more controversial topics and the controversial uh -huh. topic being who is the best basketball player of all time. I tend to take his side, especially when he is popping shots at said best best basketball player of all time. I tend to take his mm -hmm. side, but he did something that fucking disgusted me. Um, when when the Milwaukee Bucks um, took mm -hmm. their stand and 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 decided yep. to, to to forfeit the game, even though it ended up being mm -hmm. postponed. They were going to forfeit the game. There was a lot of internal politics and shit that went out, right? And Stephen A. Smith decides to get on fucking national television with Max mm -hmm. Kellerman, a person who mm -hmm. is not black and not does not speak the culture, for the right. black culture or anything and does right. not need to be privy to any of these conversations Agreed. and proceeded to tell the dirt 
that Le- basically that, that made LeBron James look like a piece of shit. And don't get me wrong. I am not a big LeBron James fan. And right. the things that I heard he did, he probably did do. I'm not going to get into specifics, but basically it was like, Stephen A. Smith, shut the fuck up. This is none of anyone else's business. Keep this shit yeah. in-house. And after right. Stephen A. Smith did that, I was like, I lost all fucking respect for him. Fuck that mm-hmm. dude. You don't fucking do that Damn. shit. You keep that shit. You keep that dirt in-house. You do not yeah. tell the whole world our dirty business. Stop that mm-hmm. shit. So, yeah, yeah, he gets my biggest troll of the year for doing that dumb fucking shit. Fuck that guy. <laughs> um, seriously. No, seriously, man. Fuck him. You don't do that shit. So anyway, he's a Knicks fan, so he's already he's already got got a, a lifetime of disappointment ahead of him. Anyway, all right, next. <laughs> so sleeper pick of twenty twenty. I've got two of them. Okay, uh, Spillage Village, who okay. I, I I mentioned. I feel like a lot of people don't don't even know that that's a, a super group, and they don't know that they put an album out. And I think it might even be their second project. So, you know, uh, everybody who hasn't checked out Spillage Village, check them out. They're dope. Um, and then my other one, and it's cool because I, you know, I'm I'm always happy when I get to be right, right? Um, Amine, okay. um, you know, I've, I've previously talked about Amine on the on this podcast. I believe you um, did, yes. He he and he put out uh he put out an album and and then a deluxe version of that album uh, this year that some people are saying Gotta you go know might deluxe. be the album of the year. Okay. Uh, yeah, I didn't I don't listen to deluxes. Nah, I so I, I didn't I didn't listen to it. I typically don't listen to deluxes because I feel like the best work is typically on the body of the album and they just put out a deluxe where, where they just add a bunch of throwaways so that they can re-release the exact same album. I'd rather just hear the best. My sleeper pick of 2020 is going to go to uh, a surprising for me. I just heard about them maybe like in November or I heard about these projects in November and then I went back to see all the different things that they did together um, and separately. But Currency and Harry Fraud. Are you familiar with the... Uh, mm. You familiar yep, with these two? The boats. Yeah, they they did a lot of uh, projects together, but Harry Fraud in particular, yeah. he's got some beats that I'm like, eh, whatever. But he's got some beats that are like, holy shit, who the fuck yeah. is this guy? Why aren't more hip hop producers doing this stuff? Definitely my secret pick. Been killing for years, man. Yeah, I know, but like, whatever. He's just yeah. now popping up on my radar, and gotcha. uh, some of the some of the work that he did for me, my. My sleeper pick of 2020 because I'd never heard his name before. I, obviously, I've heard of Currency before. Oh wow! But um, yeah, we've we've I feel like we've shouted him on here on this podcast before. Harry Fraud. Yeah, because um, when we talked we talked about him in the context of um, of uh, French Montana and how like some of his some of the early records that people care about from French Montana are from Harry Fraud. But okay. Anyway. All right. Cool. Mm. Um, and I love his tag. His tag is dope. All right. So um. Next, we've got uh, best cover slash sampled record. So basically, mm-hmm. any artist who took a song from back in the day and covered it, or took a well-known song and completely like flipped the sample, which is crazy. Um, do you got any picks here? I got a few picks. Okay. Um, I've got "Overrated" by Blast. Okay. I've got um, man, what's the? There's another record that samples the same Donnell Jones uh, joint, and it's uh, it's by Wizkid. Okay. Um. And and then, uh, lastly, footsteps by Sir. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So Sir footsteps in the dark is actually gonna be. That's actually the one that made me think about doing this category because that is such a dope cover. I didn't realize like Sir had like that kind of. I don't know. Like I I know he's a good vocalist, but yeah, he he just sounds kind of different on this. Like um, I don't know. He sounds really really good on this record. It's a really good homage. 
Uh, but my actual winner is going to go to Amber Mark for her uh, cover of Harp, Shape, Harp Shaped Box by Nirvana. First of all, look, anytime you get like a soulful artist doing a cover of a Nirvana track, it's money. But I mean, she fucking delivers because it like the Sir Footsteps in the Dark, while it's good, it's almost pretty much just like a, a step by step, you know, cover. He pretty much just, mm -hmm. you know, same kind of arrangement, same kind of vocal. Um, and it's dope and it's so good. That's why that's why we both nominated it. But um, Amber Mark, like whoever produced this track for her, I, I should I should have probably looked this up. But like it sounds different from the Nirvana version, but it's still incredible. Um, mm. Go back and go and listen to this Heart Shaped Box by Amber Mark so you can hear what I'm talking about. This song is fucking amazing. Mm. Um, definitely my best cover going, of, of 2020. I'm going overrated by Blast. If y'all haven't checked out Blast, he's up next. That record is huge. Okay. So we got uh, Executive of the Year. And I don't, I didn't pay enough attention to this. So I'm going to see this over to you. Cool. Executive of the Year it, to me is, is West Side Gun. Uh, okay. You know, Griselda Records, man. Uh, he's just coming to his own as yeah i mean you know even his his music is cool too his sound effects are hilarious or annoying depending on who you ask i do kind of um, just them. i didn't at first but I, they've grown on me just just his ability to put people together his ear for you know matching the production to the artist and all the et cetera's man west side gun has had an amazing year so that's my executive okay um so the big one um, album of the year. What do you have? This one was really, really hard for me, man. Um, I am going to kind of just mention some, mm -hmm. some candidates and then I'll let you bring it home. Right. So these are the, the ones that I've, I'm hearing circulating around. Right. Um, big Sean's album. I've heard wow. Benny, the butcher, okay. pop smoke, Freddie Gibbs and alchemist. Amine, Nas, uh, Busta, D Smoke, Reason, and Royce the Five Nine. Those are all the the ones that I've heard. I think I'm gonna go ahead and pick the one that that at least resonated with me that I've sat with the most. Mm -hmm. And I would say that's Reason, and it's just because I was so surprised by it. Okay. Um. So I'll probably either pick that or because of the fact that I want to recognize somebody that I was really surprised made such a great album, I'll go with Nas. Okay. Who you got? So obviously my picks aren't going to be any other ones that you just mentioned. Um, this is my personal pick. Um, There's an album I want to shout out only because one of our listeners really liked this album and he was riffing about it, but um, Salam Remy, Black on Purpose. Did you hear this album? I didn't, but I wanted to hear it. I, I, I meant to listen to it. I feel yeah. like if there's a grown folks album of the year, this should definitely get nominated. Um, one of the things I, I like- I love Salam Remy. One of the things I like about this record is that I feel like a lot of times when you do collaborative projects, you tend to just kind of like pick every genre and do one track from every single genre and get a whole bunch of artists who don't, who are only on one track. And it kind of annoys me because I want an album to still sound cohesive. And the reason why I do appreciate this album is because it's kind of broken up into runs. So you have like kind of like a dancehall, reggae, ska run. You know what I mean? You've got like a, a funk run. You've kind of got like a little gospel run. And so there's like, it's like good transitions throughout the album. And he's got artists making more than one appearance. Like I think Black, Black Thought is on this project like five times. I think that's good, right? 
The reason why I'm not going to give it my album of the year is because while I enjoyed sitting down and listening to this album, there weren't too many songs that I just could like skip to just because I was in the mood to listen to them. Um, and so I'm going to give my album of the year and I've already kind of teased this project a little bit, but to Azimuth and, and Adrian Young and Alicia He Muhammad for the Jazz is Dead 4. Um, the first single that they had for this, well, they had Apocalypto, which came out, I think, in like 2018 for their Jazz is Dead project. That was a single that they did there. But then the first single that they released for this project was a song called Samare. And oh my God, it's this sounds like something that Q-Tip would have, would have sampled for uh, Low End Theory. I mean, it's a fucking incredible song. I had it, I mean, I was just listening to the song on repeat. It was always on like my go-to playlist. And then it got me excited for the album and the album itself did not disappoint. Um, it's got several songs that I really, really enjoyed. I can listen to the entire thing straight through or if I'm just in the mood to just go through and listen to a bunch of good songs here and there. There's no vocals on it and it's not a hip hop project, obviously, but just like as a jazz fan, um, as someone who wants like, I don't know, as someone who is a fan of the throwback aesthetic, but then you can still kind of bring in a new sound and make it sound refreshing. This to me is my album of the year. It's, it's definitely the it's definitely my favorite project that I've heard this year, um, and that beats the two Salt projects that were that were also really good. And every other project I heard, um, yeah, this definitely get, takes the cake for me for my album of the year. Word up. So next we've got um, we've got our, our last two categories. So we've got uh, up next for twenty twenty one. Why don't you shout us out for that? I got a blast. I teased it earlier. Um, dude's out of the West Coast. He's got DJ Head and the other co-signs out of out of Cali. He's got this overrated record, which is a which is a, a Donnell Jones sample. And um, I feel like that might be the one that goes. If not, the next big record that he does is gonna go. So I think okay. he's next. How about you? I've got D Smoke. Um, D Smoke okay. is starting to come out with some singles. He already has the Black Habits album. But he just yeah. dropped a single called, I think it's called It's Okay. Uh, have you heard this yet? No. You'll like it. That shit is fire. Um, that shit is dope. It's already on my playlist. And uh, if it's one of these things where you're making singles and you're teasing them out because you're going to put like a big project together, um, I think that he's got the name and the clout. And if he, it, his other records sound as good as this one does, whatever project he's going to do in 2021, I think is going to be big. So that's my up next for, for, for 2021. Um, and of course, the last one we have is most anticipated of 2021. What do you have? So, yeah, I'm going to be really, really obvious. Uh, most anticipated of 2021 are Kendrick and Drake, you know, yeah. two big artists that were largely um, not around this year. I mean, you know, I guess Drake was early on. But, uh, you know, th there's been rumors that the reason Drake has been giving us so much trash is because he's been holding on to his best music Bullshit. for this big project that Bullshit. he's going to drop. Um, and so supposedly, you know, they've, they've now given us a January release date for his this big project that he's supposedly been holding. Mm -hmm. So I'm interested to hear what's on that. And then Kendrick, man, we've been waiting for you for two years, bro. Yeah. Drop. Uh, supposedly, Kendrick also is holding on to an album, so it'd be good to hear both of those. We I, got. I think these are correct in terms of conventional picks. Um, so I like both of those answers. I mean, obviously, I'm looking forward to the remainder of the Jazz is Dead projects that are going to drop. Um, but I think for me, I shouted out this person at the very top of the episode, this producer who I just found out about, and he's been coming out with singles, uh, which leads me to believe that 
there's going to be an album together, collective that's coming together. And that's this uh, Afghan producer called Farhat. Um, he's got a bunch of dope songs, singles that already came out. And if, assuming that there's an album that's going to come together at the end of this, I'm really, really, really excited to listen to that. Because, um, like I said, this one track, Yekshir, whatever, I, I can't pronounce it. Um, I just heard the song in like November and it's already is like blowing me away or maybe like early December it's already blowing me away. So if he has any other songs like this, I very much looking forward to that. So yeah, that's going to be my pick for uh, most anticipated. Yeah. Yeah. So is that all the awards? I think that's it. Uh, unless you got anything else that you need to, uh, that you, that you want to highlight. Nah, just want to thank everybody for listening to us, mm -hmm. man. Uh, you know, it's been a pretty crazy year for the yeah. folks that, you know, that stuck with us or that joined. Uh, you know, we really appreciate y'all for listening to us. We want to have a lot of, you know, great and cool stuff come in the coming year. Uh, we've got an episode that we're, we're going to be working on with, with Panama to, mm -hmm. to cover Soul Food by Goody Mob. Right. Uh, you know, they just did a, a Drink Champs uh, interview about that. So I definitely okay. want to check that out. Uh, we got a lot of cool stuff coming in uh, in 2021. Um, and the other thing that I wanted to say, which is completely unrelated to this amazing podcast and this amazing year, is, uh, you know, shout out to everybody who checked out my song On God. Uh, you know, it got featured on uh, NBA 2K21, The Next Generation. So if y'all have that video game, check it out. You know what I'm saying? Put that in your starting lineup. And uh, yeah, shout out to everybody who checked that out. Peace. It's a dope song and it's a dope project as well. So make sure to check out The Discovery by Yinka Diz. Uh, you can find it on your your streaming uh, streaming outlets. All right, y'all. So even though it's 2021 when we release this, you know, uh, peace to 2020. And hopefully 2021 yeah. will be a, a much better year. Yeah, man. Everybody hold your head and, you know, and and... Thank, thankful, thankful to 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 you know all of us who were able to sit down, make it through. You know what I'm saying, mm -hmm. and just 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 keep persistent, man. We're gonna have a better 2021. Inshallah. Ah, yo, peace, peace. Most in generally, with the gifts God gives us, we have joy in retrospect as we look back and see that His plan was better than ours. I want to warn you, my brothers and sisters, that initially when God gives you a gift, it does not always evoke joy, joy. Guillotine flow. On God, I'ma spit it. On God, I'ma spit it. Getting this dough. On God, I'ma get it. On God, I'ma get it. Trying to catch these flights. On God, I'ma get it. On God, I'ma get it. Killing out that life. On God, I'ma live it. Lord God, let me live it. Ah. Guillotine flow. On God, I'ma spit it. Came from the scourge. I emerged unblemished. Just touched down off a of vacant Venice in the prison. But you can't see it's because it's all tinted. Cops on my head like a side town fitted. Trying to stick a young nigga with a life sentence. Because he don't lack any black pay penance. Trying to lay me on my back. No shoot Ben Simmons. Don't show. Don't shoot Ben Simmons. I ain't trying to be a menace. I'm trying to push it to the limit. That's why I'm EPMD all business. Mama taught kids and my daddy was a chemist. Cooking up bass, I created in the image. Letting y'all know flow cold in a blizzard. And my niggas against the same way, gang, till I'm finished. Ah. Guillotine flow. On guard, I'ma spit it. On guard, I'ma spit it. Getting this dough. On guard, I'ma get it. On guard, I'ma get it. Trying to catch these flights. On guard, I'ma get it. On guard, I'ma get it. Killing out that life. On guard, I'ma live it. Lord God, let me live it. Guillotine flow. On guard, I'ma spit it. On guard, I'ma spit it. 
getting this dough. On guard, I'ma get it. On guard, I'ma get it. I'ma get it. Tryna catch these flights. On guard, I'ma get it. On guard, I'ma get it. I'ma get it. Killing out that life. On guard, I'ma live it. On guard, let me live it. On guard, I'ma get it. Like I'm in Tim's in a New York fitted. Up from a club that can't be screen printed. Labor the birth of a fruitful bidding. Always dreamed of a life worth living. Came a long way from the nice wind shivering. Now we got heat for the cash on delivery. Got a legacy for the people to remember me. Paid all my dividends. Put that on guard. Rest of my life, I'm going ball. I'm in the fame of the hallway. I got the sauce and I'm saucy. Feel like a star. Feel like I'm raising the ball. I love to light up and call. I just get mine when I want. Yeah. Guillotine flow. On guard, I'ma spit it. On guard, I'ma spit it. Getting this dough. On guard, I'ma get it. On guard, I'ma get it. Tryna catch these flights. On guard, I'ma get it. On guard, I'ma get it. Killing out that life. On God, I'ma live it, Lord God, let me live it up. I've been determined. Oh While you get deterred and switch on your purpose. You run from your plans and goals are a burden. Become difficult, you get nervous. If you ain't put the work in, then what make you say you deserve it? You keep on praying for mercy, but don't put no weight on your service. All that per se is the surface. Ah, but faith in my word, that's word of my faith, you get curved. Basically saying you heard, should rake up the nerve to make your own space on this earth. It ain't what you say and it ain't what you heard. They ain't finna teach and they ain't in the making you learn. It's just how you taking your turn. Beto, I can't. Need a shake of the world, world. Yeah, let's ain't flow. On guard, I'ma spit it. On guard, I'ma spit it. Getting this dough. On guard, I'ma get it. On guard, I'ma get it. Trying to catch these flights. On guard, I'ma get it. On guard, I'ma get it. Killing out that life. On guard, I'ma live it. Lord God, let me live it. Ah. On guard, I'ma get it. On guard, I'ma get it. God, I'm a living Lord God, let me live it out.